Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wanna be friends though, I tell you I'm off. Man, this not a love song. This a stripper on a mink if you are on the fence about selling your home, if you're thinking about waiting to buy because of interest rates, that may not be the right move. Maybe the perfect time for you. And the best advice I could give you would be to get with an expert, the experts in Memphis. That's the Live Love Memphis group at the real estate agency. They can take you through the process, help you figure out and determine, hey, is it the right time for me? Is this a good time to sell? Can I make the most money for my home? They can do it. They've done it time and time again, regardless of market. Reach out. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. You had a good chance to answer those questions. Yes, that it is a good time. you got to call her, though, to find out. She's got the path. She can show you the way. Home ownership, especially for those of you uh, that are renting. Maybe a little bit uh, in fear of the future rates. Or maybe you're like I was a few years ago and don't know the first thing about buying a home. What do you do, right, in terms of the, the home you want? Jennifer Carson like we said, going to show you the path. You got to call her, though. She can't show you unless you call her. 625-5200, like we said. Or you can email her at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Uh, you guys know what it is. Every Friday around this time, I'm going to go over the NFL slate. Hope to give you some winners. Let's do Patty's Pick. Now, it's Patty's Picks with John Martin. Football picks from Patty Pump with guidance from the Kango Kid, Jason Smith. Patty Pump and the Kango Kid. Patty's Picks on 92.9's Jason and John Show. Yeah, took a week off, uh, which I don't love. Killed the momentum, probably, is my honest guess. Mm. Uh, But, you know, uh, that's life. We like that you're coming in humble, though. Alas. Um, The NFL gets harder and harder every week. Uh, we are uh, the the season is long, um, and the data is abundant, and so these lines and these numbers are going to be sharper than they've ever been. That's just the truth. We still do the segment. You don't I can run still find from a challenge, winner. John. Um, all right, let it let us kick this off. We're gonna we're gonna enroll with the Titans. The Titans have been good to us. They have been good to us as underdogs this season. I have no reason to get to to come off of them. They've been one of the best teams against the spread. Right now, I believe the number is five and a half. Now, they're playing Philadelphia, and I know that probably gives you the heebie-jeebies. Kind of scared probably, a little bit. Uh, of course, and that's natural. And that's – look, all these picks are going to do that. I can throw a million picks at you, and, and you know, and, and, and unless it's like a big, you know, favorite, and, like they're going to come off as spooky a little bit, and this is one of them. But here's why I like Tennessee. It's pretty obvious. Philadelphia has not necessarily looked incredible the last three to four weeks. Uh, they're a great team. Not trying to take anything away. Uh, but what they do well – is they run the ball, whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's Miles Sanders, whether it's Kenneth Gainwell, et cetera. And that is one of the things the Titans can uh, do a good job of preventing. They can they can keep, uh, you know, I, I think contain is sort of the idea here, right, contain. And what does Philadelphia not do well? They don't know how to defend the run. 
They're one of the worst teams in the NFL against the run. We've seen it against Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce went up there. I guess it might have been in, in Houston. Either way, um, you can run on the Philadelphia Eagles. So with, uh, with the Titans coming off of a loss uh, and a lot still to play for, I like him to keep this game within a touchdown, within six. You know, this this has the well, usually what they do. This has the feel of a field goal game. They um, play good teams. They play up to it. I suspect they will uh, be ready to play. You know, again after a loss, Mike Vrabel is a good coach as an underdog. Is is his record against the spread as a dog is pretty damn good. I know it's there, right? And it could go south. I mean, I, I don't make any guarantees with these plays, but I do like getting the Titans as a five and a half, six point underdog. If you want to buy it up to six, I won't talk you out of it. it makes sense to me. But I will roll with Titans plus five and a half. I think Derrick Henry has a big day, and they find a way to keep it close. If you want to sprinkle on the money line, I am all about that too. Again, Titans do this. They do it. Um, and, uh, and, and this feels like a good spot for them to do it. Detroit plus one. Taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, look, Detroit's at home. They should have beaten Buffalo last week. Yeah, They should have. They didn't, but they should have. Um, and we saw last night Buffalo can still be explosive. It's not like they're just – playing with one hand tied behind their back. I mean, they just went into New England and and, and and routed them. So it's not like this is a deal where they didn't take Detroit seriously or was on the road, whatever. We've seen uh, just as recently as last night, Buffalo still's got it. Uh, I know Jacksonville's coming off of a big game, and that's why I'm going with Detroit here. Uh, Jacksonville had to have 15 things go right for them to beat Baltimore last week. They're going to be riding high, and they should. I mean, I think the, tra- the trajectory is positive for no Jacksonville. Question. But uh, very quietly, uh, the Lions rank 8th in passing DVOA, and they are sixth overall in offense when Amon Ross St. Brown is in the lineup. He is in the lineup. They also, as you know, have a top five running game with Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. This is a good team. They're not that good, but they're certainly good enough to win at home against a, a, a fellow mediocre team, right? I think the wrong team is favored. I think Detroit wins this game outright. Um, nothing on Jacksonville's defense scares me. And Etienne's going to go, but he's banged up. Um, and, and, and their receiving core is not Stephon Diggs and Game Davis. I mean, it's Zay Jones and Marvin Jones. You know I like Zay. Yeah, you're Marvin's, a, Marvin's old. I mean, I, it, could, it could be a lot of points. You know, a lot of points could be scored, but I think Detroit wins this game. Yeah. So I'm going with Detroit plus one, money line, however you want to do it, uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Anytime you have two truly mediocre teams and one's coming off of a deflating loss, one's coming off of an emotional win, give me the one that's coming off the loss. That's where I'm at. So Detroit plus one. Uh, this is a really nasty one, but I like games like this. We're going to go down to Houston, and we are going oh. to roll with the Texans plus seven. We're going to get down and nasty. I know what Sean said. I know Sean, who knows that team better than anybody. But but sometimes it's best to take an outsider view, an outsider perspective. They were horrible last week against Miami. Like, I I was watching a lot of that game, um, and it, it's true. Miami called the dogs off in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that bad. Um, this is how I'm coming at this game, though. Deshaun Watson's first action in 700 days, right? I mean, I know he played in the preseason, but he didn't look good in the preseason. Let me go back to that. Did not look good. No, first game in 700 days. And, look, it's a lot to ask him to come into an offense that he has not been playing with, receivers he hasn't been playing with, and Joku is out, so your top t- tight end weapon is out, um, and expect him to come in and just light it up. Mm. Um, I think that team liked Jacoby Brissett. Like, there was a certain way they played under him that they're going to change totally on the fly, middle of the season. Also, in his career, 
Deshaun Watson is just 9-15-2 against the spread as a favorite. And minus 7 would tie his biggest ever spread as a road favorite. So this guy is going to come off the couch after 700 days, be tied for the biggest ever spread as a road favorite, and he's going to go into his old team, and he's going to just kill him? I ain't buying that. I ain't buying that. Houston knows what it has to do. They have to run the ball. Cleveland has the worst run defense in the league. It's going to be a steady diet of Damian Pierce, and they are going to run the ball, take take time off the clock. This is going to be a one-possession game, and I'm I'm thinking more three to four. So you're inside that key number with a touchdown. Look, worst-case scenario, you're probably pushing, but – when you have a team that's one nine and one or whatever their record is, it's something like that. That's it. Yeah, when they're one nine and one, they don't have anything to play for. They're out of it totally. They have no chance of competing in the division. No chance of making the playoffs. This is as good as it will get from a motivational standpoint. He's coming in here thinking he's just going to blow your doors off. Former quarterback, his former team. I think this is like your Super Bowl effort. Love his last stand. Yeah, I think this is your Super Bowl effort. So I'm going to take the Houston Texans plus seven. They're going to cover this number. Who knows? Maybe they win the game outright. Karmic Justice. You like these dogs. Continues for, uh, well, uh, this is it. That's it for the dogs. We're going to move on to some favorites. Uh, We're going to roll with the home San Francisco 49ers. Hmm. Minus four. And I think Sean Salisbury hit on a key reason why. There are a few. But, you know, Shanahan and Mike McDaniel were ace boom. They were. I mean, they 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 know each other, and vice versa. Reminds me a little bit of uh, of when John Gruden uh, left for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right? He played the Raiders. They were running the same stuff, mm-hmm. and he whipped their ass. Right? I think Shanahan knows exactly what Mike McDaniel's about to throw at him because he originated it. Yeah. Um, I also believe that the San Francisco defensive unit is better than the Dolphins I've seen in a long, long time. If you look at just the way they rank here, they are number one in yards per allowed, uh, just 281 yards a game. Uh, They're number one in points allowed per game. They're number one in first downs allowed per game. They're number one in yards allowed per play. If you look at what Miami has done recently, they have played some, some, you know, dookie teams. They haven't played anybody really. Now, I'm not underestimating them. I think they will have a chance to play off. Uh, they're also going to, I believe, be missing uh, their their starting left tackle, uh, Toronto Armstead. So that's a big loss for them. Bosa and that, and that front is going to keep coming. So, look, I think with the offensive line questions, on the road, west coast, coast to coast, you've been rolling, you've been riding high. The 49ers are going to be up for this one. I do think they find a way to get it done. San Francisco minus Four. Makes sense to me. So uh, again, I, I I like the Dolphins long term. Absolutely. You know, I'm but, with you here. but you're a tough spot. Going you're go- you're right. You're going to have games that you lose along the way. So give me the 49ers here. Uh, and then lastly, I'm just going to go with what is working, and that's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers are on the Pittsburgh? road at Atlanta, uh, minus one, I believe. So it's it's a pick 'em essentially. Um, TJ Watt makes a difference, as we know. They went in Indianapolis. And they beat the Colts in Indianapolis. And I think the Colts are just a they're a better team than Atlanta. I know the record may not reflect that, but they do have steadier quarterback play. Their defense is better. They have more weapons offensively. I think Pittsburgh under Mike Tomlin now is starting to kind of believe here. You got the rookie quarterback. Uh, there's some space jam juice there in Pittsburgh. Uh, and so I have no reason, uh, you know, Najee Harris is going to play. You know, it should be a big day for him against that Atlanta defense. I just think they got some swag, and Mike Tomlin is, is kind of coming into his own here. 
with the rookie quarterback. They're developing that rapport. I like them to win on the road against a, a listless Atlanta team. So they were plucky to start the season. They faded a bit. I like the Steelers on the road in this one. So that is uh, that is this week's Patty's pick. Steelers minus one, 49ers minus four, Houston plus seven, Detroit plus one, and then Titans plus five and a half. Nice. That's what we got this week. Well, thank you for that, John. Yeah, very good. Uh, I feel like I've been on a little hot streak of yeah. my own here lately. Heard that. Uh, we did take the week off for Thanksgiving, but I'm looking. I'm looking. You know who's been good to me? Your trash Raiders. Yeah. Of late. Oh. yeah, they have. They are one-point favorites, though, at home. Going to stay away this week. Well, I, I, look, if there was a team, that might be the, the, a week. It might be this one, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do like You're them. You're telling me to jump on them this week, to stay I, with them? I do like them. I, I, they didn't make the cut this week because couple of walk-offs. things never go good. But. Things feeling good now and headed in the right direction, say well, you? I, I, and, I, and I don't believe in the Chargers. I just don't. I, no, not, I, I can't I say that I do either. No. I'm not going there, though. Uh, you did not have this one on your slate, so I'm going to go here. I think they're fraudulent, the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going with Jets here. Wow. As a three-point underdog. The give me New the, York Jets. Give me the Jets plus three. Hell, I might even sprinkle a little on the money line, trying to sound like John. Wow. Right? Yeah, there you go. Might win all out, Robert Sala and the yeah. guys. Interesting. Yes. I'm going Jets here. I, I think they've found something with Mike White. Gentlemen, I feel like I'm on a heater, so if you don't mind me contributing to the segment do. today. Last night, my friends at Betley had a, uh, a little boost, and the boost was for a Diggs anytime touchdown and the Bills to cover to three and a half. Hit that one. So I felt good. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. And, you know, I don't hit them often in the NFL. I've been on a little bit of heater with my kicker here, the Carson's kicker. Um, I, I listened to John's pick about the Browns on Betley because Betley's a new sponsor of uh, some of the stuff I'm doing here. Uh, they have a boost. If you take Houston, now it's money line, but they point out the Browns have lost eight of their last nine road games if you go Houston straight up. So uh, that's at plus 250 and a little extra dough if you bet on the uh, the Texans over at Betley. But my kicker today will be for the Dallas Cowboys because Saturday doesn't play very well on Sundays. It appears in the line, minus 10.5. I think I know it's a large number. They are at AT&T Stadium. Cowboys... Um, seem to be putting it all together at this point. I'd agree with that. Um, and I'm looking at Dallas, 17-6 and six in games played on turf over the last two years. Um, last time I checked, they are on turf. Now I realize Indy plays on turf too, but uh, I think old Jeff Saturday going to get his ass kicked, and it will be Dallas covering the 10.5. I do like Dallas. I do like those Cowboys. Who knows if they cover the spread or not, but I mean, in terms of the playoff It's run, a big number, isn't it? It is a big number in the NFL. That's tough, but uh, crazier things have happened. It's a big number for a reason, so... Uh, you know, it would not. It would never shock me. It would never shock me whatsoever. So that is uh, that is the week in the NFL. Just a, a, other things, though, before nice. we get to uh, to Rob Doster. Uh, Chiefs Bengals obviously does feel like it's 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 Dolphins and uh, and 49ers, and then on the AFC side, uh, you're going to have uh, I guess it's an inter inter conference clash there. But you have Bengals and Chiefs, which could be a playoff preview there in Cincinnati. I I do lean Chiefs. Chiefs. I do. Yeah. Talk about a team that's putting it all together. Yeah. Yeah, I like that They look that like too, they're making a run at the one not, seed to me. But Jamar is back. Oh. Jamar is back. So I could see that I could I could see I could see Burrow doing it at home. As as a dog at home, that's 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 kind of tempting. What's Jamar the line Chase? you see there? Plus two and a half. Yeah. Okay, yes, not much. So I'd like to I'd like to get that three. Yeah. If I got the three, I might be tempted to go uh to go Cincinnati there. Cause yeah. you know, look, that was an impressive win they just got in, in Nashville last weekend. I don't think I mean, that without Jamar Chase too. That's not easy to do. You know what scares me? 
mm. is Ravens being nine and a half point favorites because they blow leads. Yeah. That's what's good. And, and even as bad as the Broncos have been, I wouldn't mess with that one mm-hmm. with Ravens being almost a double digit favorite because Lord knows they get in the fourth quarter, they like to give it back. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't touch that one. But um, we're all on the record. For what we like this week. It's a great slate of games, dude. Yes. yes. I, I think that's something to consider when you're doing these bets. Like, because these teams are unplugging a lot. And I saw that Ravens game last weekend. It's like, ugh, they are not closers. No. And it's the uh, Lamar's blown. It's it's not obviously just Lamar, but that offense is blown now. Double digit leads in the fourth quarter, like three three, yeah. three different games. They had now. the, was it the Jags game? They also played. That, that was, yeah, that was last week. That was last weekend. Decided right? to yeah. go for two, Whoa. get the two with Zay Jones. The like, hell was the that? Aforementioned Zay Jones. And yeah. It's a bad loss, and it's dropped him back into a first place tie with Cincinnati. I don't like the Ravens now. Is that, is that saying too much? From what I saw in that game, I know it's one game, but it's like, I don't Well, think. they've been banged up all year. I just don't feel like, from an injury perspective, they're quite ready. Um, the thing about the NFL that people have to remember and that we forget because we watch it week to week is that these are there is no the the, the difference between a, a, a nine and two Chiefs team and a one nine and one. T- I mean, these are all professional football players. It's a close margin, you know, right? Like, yeah. the, like it, it is, and, and so upsets yeah. happen all the time because you're dealing with all these guys are first, second, third, fourth round draft picks. Yeah. I mean, yes, are there teams that are better than others? Of course, but these are all pros. It is. It is. You almost have to. Forget what you saw a week ago. You know, it's it, true. It, yeah, because any any like that's why I have Houston here because like that it seems crazy, but it's really not. I mean, it's it, not. It, there's yeah. really no margin of uh, uh, of difference in in talent. These are everybody in the NFL is talented. Um, there are situations that are better than others. In college, it is totally different. In college, there is a huge gap. You know, between the number one team in in, in college and mm-hmm. you know number one twenty eight or whatever the number is these days. Uh, but I think that's what you have to remember in the NFL. Yeah. There might be teams that suck week to week, but anything can happen on a Sunday. Anything can happen. So yep. uh, it's, it's, it's worth to remember that. All right, we'll come back. Rob Dosh is going to join us. Uh, we'll talk to him about college basketball, Memphis, uh, the rest of college basketball, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Welcome back to the Jason and John Show. The coolest, sharpest radio show in the world. Rob Doster is the founder of Field of 68. Nobody doing it better in college basketball than that group. He joins us now. Rob, what's up, baby? What's going on, guys? Look, I just want to let you know, um, when you called me today, it popped up on my phone as scam likely. So uh, that's, just, that's how I knew John Martin was going to be on the uh well done. Scam as usual. Guaranteed. Um, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll get to some. We'll get to. We'll get to Kenny Payne in that scam later. I oh. do need. I do need to ask you about <laughs> oh, that. Wow. Uh, but want to start here. I know you probably haven't seen a ton of them, but they are the local team. They have a big game tomorrow against Ole Miss. What have you made early on of of the University of Memphis, Kendrick Davis, uh, and what you've seen from the Tigers? They're good, man. I like them. They really, really guard. Um, I think that uh, having Kendrick out, Kendrick out there um, kind of loosens up their offense a little bit. You know, the, the, we've seen this story before with Memphis, where they can be one of the best defensive teams in the country, and you know they they really struggle to score offensively at times. They're not getting something off a turnover. They're not getting something off of an offensive rebound. Then. Um, you know, they're really not creating all that much. But um, I've, I've watched them three times this season. I saw the Vanderbilt game where they looked really, really good. Uh, I watched the St. Louis game um, where it wasn't necessarily as great. And I saw the Seton Hall game where uh, it felt like Memphis probably should have won that game by 10. And somehow they found a way to, to magically lose to a Seton Hall team that is not really good on a banked-in three-pointer at the buzzer, which is uh, – you know, it's one of those things. One of those things that happen in college basketball. But they're, I mean, they're they're really really good. I think, um, for my money, second best team in the AAC. It's going to be tough to get past uh, uh, Houston, but you know that that's going to be a an absolute war. Um, I mean, they're good, man. The, the, having a guy that can go out and get you a bucket anytime you need someone to create a shot is such an important thing in this level of basketball. So they got. Ole Miss on Saturday, Rob, tomorrow. And then it's it's Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M. It's the, that's the bulk of the rest of their non-conference schedule. So Ole Miss, Auburn, Alabama, Texas A&M. If they're going to get out of that sort of, hey, second best team in the AAC, you'll be a nine seed, so, which is frankly what they were last year. What, what do they need to do against those four teams? In terms of record-wise, Rob, does it need to look like three and one? Can you go two and two and still hope to get – you know, an eight or a seven seed, maybe, you know, higher if you could, but I don't suspect so. But what what do you need to do against those four teams do you, in, in your estimation? I mean, I think win two of them and you're probably pretty happy, right? Like, Ole Miss is, is good. Um, I, I think that they are a tournament team. I think that they're a top six team in the SEC this season. I know that they lost to uh, to Oklahoma, but, you know, Matthew Murrow is, uh, yep. is a really good player. And, um, 
they're eventually going to get the uh, the roughing kid back and playing um, at his best again. Uh, hopefully, you know he's he's a really talented point guard. I kind of when I was went all in on them this season, a lot of it had to do with the fact that that he was going to end up being uh, what he was before he tore his ACL. Um, but they're old. They defend. They got big bodies inside. That's not going to be an easy um, matchup. And if there's one thing we know about Kermit Davis, he knows how to how to get guys to play and he knows how to win basketball games. But I think you got to win probably two of them, and you feel pretty good about where you are. Uh, you know, you go. What, how, what do they play? Uh, 18 games in the AEC. So you win. You go 15 and three, and hopefully pick off. Houston at home, maybe get them in the conference tournament, and uh, you win two of these games coming up, and, and you're probably looking at a, you know, I don't know if there's a path to uh, getting like a top four seed outside of, you know, maybe winning something like 28, 29 games, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I, I think you're probably sitting in a pretty good place um, at that point. Yeah, I mean, look, I, 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 I am not counting on a win against Houston this year. I, I don't see it. Um, I, I'd love to be wrong, but from what I've seen of Houston and what I've seen from Memphis, uh, and, and this is really more about Houston than it is Memphis. Like This is not a knock on Memphis. I don't think there are, are many teams in college basketball that could beat Houston. I just don't feel like Memphis has the ingredients. <clears throat> you know, because last year when they beat him regular, in the regular season twice, they had Jalen Duran. You know, you can, you can break through it with Houston if you have an elite big man. But they're going to go toe-to-toe with you on guard play. And, and so as, as much as Memphis has upgraded at that position, I just feel like it's a worse matchup this year because you don't have, you know, if, unless you have a great big man who can catch it deep, get big rebounds, you know, score on the baseline, it, I, it's going to be very difficult to beat Houston. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't yeah, see many yeah, else. I mean, they're, they're awesome. Right, like they're no they're legitimately the number one team in the country. That's not just something where it's like, yeah, it happened that way because they 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 haven't lost in a while. They're they're, they're great, and and Marcus Sasser is great. And Jamal Mark's been playing awesome. Jarris Walker has been uh, better than I expected. They got a kid coming off the bench, Terrence Arsenault, who um, if Kelvin can hide him for long enough, will be an All American next season uh, once he starts seeing some more minutes. So I mean, you're 100 percent right. The only thing that I would say is. I, correct me if I'm wrong here. You guys are living in that city. That's a rivalry game, right? Oh, yeah. This one, that, is, that, that is the game on the schedule. And if there's one thing we know about college basketball, when you play on the road in a rivalry game in front of what I'm assuming will be uh, a good, what, 18,000 uh, riled up Memphis fans um, in, uh, in that building, it's going to be uh, anything can happen. And the benefit is that uh, Houston's playing a bunch of younger guys this year, right? Like Jarris Walker's a freshman. Terrence Arsenal is a freshman, um, and we, we we've made the show a million times. But uh, Memphis is really old, and if you're old and tough and physical, you can kind of deal with some of those big bodies that Houston has. And and that's the to me that's the biggest thing, right? A lot of what Houston does is built around just being tougher than whoever they're playing. And I don't think that that you're going to have a toughness issue with Memphis, right? Like you might not be quite as skilled, and maybe they're not. Uh, you know, you might miss a box out here or there, and you know maybe it's uh, you're going to get someone that, that might be a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger. But it, toughness is not going to be a problem. So, um, would I pick Houston to uh, to to win at Memphis? Yeah, probably. I don't think I pick Houston to lose pretty much anywhere left on their schedule. But would I be surprised if Memphis was able to get them at home? But absolutely not. That's a rivalry game. Anything can happen in those games. They get Alabama. This Houston team we're speaking of. I think it's a week from tomorrow. Um, what do you think of Bama and what, what happens in that game? Because I, I think Bama's got Memphis right after. That's you know obviously similar opponent there. What do, what do you think of Bama and what happens in that Houston-Alabama game? Um, I, I think that Houston will probably beat them. 
um, especially because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that is in Houston. Yep. So, yep. Um, it's Alabama's, Alabama's an interesting one, right? Like the, the, the Brandon Miller kid is just, he's an absolute freak. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's six, eight, he can really, I didn't realize he shoots it as well as he does. Um, he doesn't quite have the handle that he needs to get to the level where he's like a, a, a pure guard at this point, but you know, he can kind of create his own shot and, He's got such a high release point that it's difficult to deal with him. Um, but I do think that, that uh, Houston and Memphis, to that point, both have guys that can kind of hang with the, hang with them because of the length and athleticism. Uh, the thing that I don't trust about with Alabama is, is their point guard play. Um, Javon Quindley is just like, he's not he's not it to me. I think Mark Sears is the guy, and we'll see how much they kind of go to him and whether or not they start utilizing him as like the starting point guard mm-hmm. and uh, running things through him a little bit more, uh, but I'm not. I'm not completely sold on Quinn. I think Alabama's beatable. I also think Auburn's beatable. You know, this is not mm-hmm. Auburn. Basically, has the same backcourt with the same question marks they had about their guards. And instead of having uh, you know a, a top three pick in Javari Smith and a first round pick in Walker Kessler, they have Janai Broom who transferred in from Moorhead State, and they have uh, Johan Traore. And Chance Westry is not quite 100, percent and Alan Flanagan is not the guy that he was as a sophomore. So I'm not. I think. I think Auburn is the most winnable game that you have um, out of those two. Um, I think Ole Miss is going to be tough, but you can beat them. I think that you probably should beat Texas A&M. Alabama might be the best of that that, uh, that quartet of SEC games. Completely agree. We're talking to Rob Doster, founder of Field of 68 here, talking college basketball on the show. Louisville basketball is in such bad shape that when you Google Louisville basketball, the women pop up. Uh, it's not. It's not the men. Which you know, hey, the the women are putting together a a, a stellar season. Apparently, I don't know. Uh, but they have not won a game. Uh, they just got blitzed by Maryland by twenty five at the crib. It doesn't look like a win is imminent. They got Miami on Sunday. They got Florida State next week. Then they have West Kentucky. Florida A and M probably the first win of the season on the seventeenth. Mm. How far do you do you let this get, man? I mean, Louisville basketball can never and should never be this bad. I think that right now it's a roster construction issue. And I, I know that putting together a roster is like one of the most important things that you can do as a coach. Um, but I think it's very easy for Kenny to kind of fall back on the, we weren't able to go into the portal and get a point guard because everybody thought that we were going to be suspended for this year's NCAA tournament. We're going to have a ban. So I, there, I think there's excuses that he can use. Now, do I think that those excuses are justified? Uh, not exactly. You know, that you could have, there are plenty of guys that would have been solid mid-major point guards that you could have brought into the program um, that would have been willing to play in the ACC with or without a postseason ban just because it's the ACC and just because it's Louisville, right? And the fact that you basically are running L. Ellis out there and then Hersey Miller, who was a masterpiece kid, who couldn't even get minutes at, at whatever Tennessee directional school he was at last season, like that's, it's a failure of leadership that they uh, are at the point that they're at with the roster build. Right, I think that the roster is so poorly. They they have one guard on the roster, and you cannot win college basketball games with one guard on the roster. If you go back and look at like the last twelve NCAA champions, they had two point guards in the starting lineup, okay, and you have one guard on your entire roster. It just you can't win that way. So I think it's far too early to have any opinion on what Kenny Payne's ability is, like in terms of just on court X's and O stuff, because he does not have a roster that's built to win. And some of that is his fault, and I think that there's ways that he can probably spin that to make it seem like it's, you know, not necessarily all on him. Uh, but it's it should never ever be at this point when you are uh, coaching at Louisville. It's just it's it, uh, to me it's not acceptable. Well, what about Leonard Hamilton? 
who's been at it much longer than, than Kenny Payne. Yeah, I can kind of – so the, the issue with Florida State is that they just got absolutely obliterated with injuries. Like, if you look at how many guys they're playing, they're basically going like five or six deep for most of the season. Sometimes they can get to seven or eight games, and they're getting a couple guys back and they're healthy now. But what Florida State does when they are at their best is they have 11, 12 guys – they play a really deep bench. Every single one of those dudes is like six six with long arms, and they're like it's just pieces that you can plug in, and you just rotate through these waves and waves of waves of these athletic dudes that switch everything that play this tough defensive style, and they just wear you down. And when you don't have that level of depth, and you also are missing Baba Miller, who you know is a potential first round pick who had one of the worst and most ridiculous NCAA suspensions I've ever seen. Um, and when you don't have the pro on the roster, it's also become something where it's like, okay, we can't play the system that we want to play. We don't have the talent that we normally have. And these kids are just like, they're kind of sick of getting their, uh, their brains beat in. So I, I'm willing to, to kind of give Leonard a pass on this. Like he's, they've had the worst injury luck in the ACC the last two seasons. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do about that. So I kind of, I get it with Florida State. I understand why it's happening. Um, Louisville is a different story because it, it, it's not bad luck with Louisville. It's you didn't get point guards, you didn't get guards in your roster, and to me, that there's like two very different things and very different reasons for the struggle. Peacock Classic tonight. I don't know if you've you know sworn this off with your history, but there is a game tonight uh, between Gonzaga and Baylor in uh, South Dakota, right? I think it's in the Pentagon, which is kind of interesting. People I know like Gonzaga tonight. Is this an opportunity for Gonzaga to sort of remind everybody, hey, we took a couple tough ones early on, but but we're still really good? The issue to me with Baylor is that they, they can't guard right now, right? They're, they're, their offense isn't quite clicking the way that you want it to, and there's questions about, like, Jalen Bridges at the four, and, and, um, and you know, how are you, like, Flopon, but not quite the guy. You, you know, it's hard when he's the only center instead of having, like, him and uh, Chan Machacho and being able to mix things up. But they just don't guard the way that they, they used to the last couple of years. Part of that is, you know, there's no Mark Biden. Um, they don't have the same defensive presence on the perimeter. Like, Adam Flagler is a fine defensive player. LJ Cryer is good enough to get the job done. Keontae George will figure it out eventually. But, you know, when you, when you used to have Macy Oteague, who is – 24 years old, 6'3", with a 6'11 wingspan. It used to have off-night Damian Mitchell. And, and, you know, when you had guys like that that were defending before, they, that's what made them elite. You know, they were one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. They were a great offensive rebounding team, but they also led the nation in uh, defensive turnover rate, playing a half-court defensive man-to-man style, like, which is not something that is easy to do. So, to me, that's the biggest issue with them right now. Is they're just not playing defense the level they need to be able to guard. Uh, if there's one thing we know about Gonzaga, they, they know how to put up points, and they got this guy at the five, Named you Timmy, maybe you've heard of him. He's pretty good. So uh, I, I do, I do like Gonzaga in this spot. Basically, more for, for no reason other than the fact that I just don't trust Baylor enough stops against a team that that is going to be able to figure out how to put up points. Oh, Rob, yesterday our man uh, John here got Joey Dorsey, the big man on that 0708 National Runner Up team, on with us and asked him. If you thought in this day and age of college basketball, you can keep a team like that together. They had CDR and Antonio for years, and you you know, you know put Joey with it. The final piece is Derrick Rose, but the nucleus of that team had been together for a long time. Can you do this that in this day and age of the you know transfer age, NIL, basic free agency? Can you keep a team like that with as many guys like that that were important to that group? Can you keep them together for years in college basketball like you could back in the day? Yeah, I, I think you can. Um, you have to be able to get players to kind of understand and accept their roles, right? 
Um, I think UConn is a perfectly perfect example of that. They added some players in the portal that they needed to add. They added some important pieces that are freshmen, but they're bringing back all like all of their their best players or key pieces are guys that are now upperclassmen that have been there for a couple of years that you could kind of look at and say maybe you know in a different with a different program or a different coach or maybe a different relationship there maybe they would have transferred out of the program. Um, Andre Jackson's one of them. Jordan Hawkins is one of them. Thomas Sanova is one of those guys. So um, I, I do think it's doable, but so much of it depends on the relationships that these guys have with, uh, with the coaching staff and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, but, yeah, to answer your question, it, it is very doable. Look at the teams that have been winning national titles yeah. recently, right? Like Virginia was able to do it. And the reason why Virginia is a top three team in America right now is because they did it again. Uh, I think if you look at Purdue, I know that they have two freshman point guards, but a lot of those guys that are coming back are players that um, that had the op- make, that could have had an opportunity to leave because they weren't getting a ton of minutes elsewhere. Uh, I think you know Houston is a perfect example. I mean, look at look at Memphis right now. Like even even this Memphis team has a bunch of guys that feel like they've been there forever. DeAndre Williams in his 87th year in in, in college, so <laughs> it, it's doable, but I, it's also it's not something where you're going to have the same nine guys right. together. You're like you can keep a core, especially if they come in. Yep. Um, so it's yeah. To answer your question, yes, I think it's doable. It's different now, though. You're going to have like your core of three to four, and you have to kind of plug in, plug in place different gaps and fill in different holes, and uh, you know, find a find a point guard. <laughs> Yeah, you can't do what Kenny Payne does, basically. Yeah, just watch his film, do the opposite, and uh, you're you're pretty good. You're in good shape, Rob. You're the man, dude. Thank Appreciate you, the time as always. It's amazing, man. Louisville's worse than Cal basketball right now. In it, the, in the year of our Lord, 2022, Louisville is worse than Cal basketball. It's a sad, it's sad, a sad state, no doubt. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. Later, guys. Yep, he is Rob Dosser, uh, covered college basketball founder of Field of 68. Yeah, did you know that Gonzaga Baylor was in South Dakota? I did not. Yeah, it's it's like it's like an NBC deal. It's on. It's only on Peacock tonight. So it's at the Pentagon. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, I mean the Pentagon does go wild. They love their damn basketball up there. They ain't got nothing else to do. Right. So, there's nothing else but the Cracker Barrel. Like there, I mean there won't be. I mean there, it'll just be random South Dakota residents that are at that game tonight. You know, it won't be like Gonzaga or Baylor fans. It'll just be like residents of the town. Mm-hmm. You know, which is kind of fascinating. Gonzaga's cool. playing everybody. Gonzaga wants all the smoke. Yes, they do. I like Gonzaga tonight. I think they do get the dub. I like them okay. tonight. Um, anyway, we'll come back. Uh, stick around. Jason and John, I just FM, ESPN. Coming up at 2, it's the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Mark Giannato, lead columnist from the Commercial Appeal, and Jeffrey Wright, college football and BetQL analyst. Giannato and Jeffrey, weekdays 2 till 4 p.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN. The holidays are here. So is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Cash. KJM Cash Weekdays. Just listen to when it's 610 a.m., 710 a.m., and 810 a.m. KJM Cash. For you in this national contest, KJM. Weekdays on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Go old school. Head in South to Oxford, East through Arkansas, or are you in Collierville? We're on 680 a.m. too. Oh, I guess he's an old school radio man. 92.9 FM, ESPN, Memphis's Sports Station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Robert Over Jewelers is making the holidays brighter this year with bigger, brighter diamonds and jewelry for any budget. Right now, you can get three times the sparkle for half the price. Get involved with the Love Bright Diamond Collection. That's a collection that features rings, necklaces, earrings, bracelets, all crafted to feature one high-performance, larger center diamond surrounded by a halo of eight smaller diamonds. That's the beautiful thing about Robert Irwin Jewelers. Whatever your budget is, whatever you're looking for, there is something for everybody at RIJ. Yep. Got the gold Geolink diamond fashion necklace in yellow gold. Starts at $399. A three-quarter carat diamond halo engagement rings. Choose from oval, pear, or emerald cut center diamonds. Perfect for her for Christmas. Sale price $1,999. Got a bunch of options for you. How about some diamond stud earrings? Uh, starting at $199. So, as John said, whatever the budget, how he's got you covered, of course, Christmas, perfect for engagement time. Ah, yes. Getting the yes at Christmas, how he can get you that yes without the stress. Choose from handcrafted engagement rings that are featuring bigger, brighter center diamonds. Obviously, from choose from shapes like round oval princess cut. He's got all the options. Each ring's one of a kind because she is. Robert and Jewelers has a new collection, too, of vintage-style halo engagement rings. They're in stock starting at $1,099. So, like we said, Howie's got all the options, free financing, 12 months interest-free or take up to 60 months to pay. He wants to be your jeweler for life, and he's going to go a pretty long way to get it. It's going to make you the best deal in town. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers, five locations are online at rijewelers.com. Penny Hardaway just got done having a press conference, and he wanted to let you know he don't care what you think they win by. They winning. All right? Ugly, pretty, beautiful. The most beautiful thing you ever did see, don't matter. Win. Dub. They eating dubs over there on, uh, what is it, South Campus? Mm-hmm. That was for you. You, you. You're the one around here writing you about the one. winning ugly. No, you're the one. You're the one. So maybe well, you like maybe, do that. maybe as you ride off into your weekend, you reconsider and you contemplate yeah, some of the things Yeah, just stand behind me. Said. I'll take the bullets. You know, and, and Anthony Sane maybe too, right? Anthony Sane deserves some of that as well. Very controversial <laughs> segment there. If you didn't hear Sane earlier, go back first hour. Get the podcast. Yeah. 
he's got a new definition for NIL. Well, he does, and and his uh, his his big take was the Tigers are sorry, but they are good. So, what does it mean? No one knows. No one knows. Mm-hmm. We'll have to stay tuned and find did, out. Did you see Penny say that the the officials have told him that you do the head tap? Now, Johnny, you wear the head tap when you dunk on somebody. What you do? Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been doing that. Okay. I've been doing that because I be. I mean, you catch me out here in the gym, I'll dunk on well, your ass. So, so what I knew was Chandler Lawson got one. I knew why he did, and I understood mm-hmm. it at when it when it happened in that game. What I didn't know is that's what set Jerry Stackout Stackhouse off, and that loss to VCU was a was a that call being made and then not being told before the game by officials. Look, if you do this, that's a that's a tech. That's Apparently that's uh, Penny said as much that that had yeah. something to do with Stack. Did you did you see Stack? I, I, I yeah. He, he was out of control, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Out of control, hot. And I thought it had to be something way deeper than just hey, you didn't tell us beforehand that that would be a tech. Yeah. Because because I just you see reaction afterwards and it just looked looked uh, looked like a bit much. I'll be honest with you. He also uh, had an update on Demario Franklin's eligibility, which uh, just before I get to it, does not sound all too promising. Uh, to be honest, I kind of keep my mind locked in on the team. And whatever comes along with the decision with the NCAA, I just kind of let it take its course. Because if you cu- get so caught up into, is this the week or is this the week, it just kind of consumes you, man. I'm feeling for DeMario because he deserves to be playing right now. Mm. There's a lot of guys that are two-time transfers around the country that have had their ADs or presidents sign off on a, wa- on a runoff waiver. We all know it's not a runoff, but it's just helping the kid get eligible. So to see that, I hurt for him more than anything. But I try to stay locked in on our team. Yeah, he sounds like a guy who's hoped, had his hopes high, maybe a week or two. Hey, this will be the week, and you know, has been disappointed that it hadn't been, and is out of the business of trying to predict when when this could happen or if he's feeling positive. Or honestly, about it. if it will happen, I don't. Yeah, did, did it sound like there's that much of a change in tone? I just thought it sounded like a guy who's done saying, "Yeah, it could be this week." I in mean, terms we're of in telling, the, we're in December that. now. No, you I, know? I mean, I mean, there's no, you know, I mean, it could, we don't know what's in the the requests. When it comes to you know Demar's mental health, yeah, that's true. So it's hard to say, you know what, in terms of the 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 facts that you've got. Hopefully, it's just hey to let me play, right? Let the kid play. I mean, it seems like a very simple thing. Feels like a very easy rubber stamp. Who's this? Who's this hurt? Mm-hmm. UIC's playing their season. Memphis is playing their season. Demar is not at UIC. He's at Memphis. Why not just let this kid play basketball? Well, you shouldn't need Demar Franklin to beat Ole Miss tomorrow, right? Do you agree with me that it's a must-win? Yes. Cool. It is indeed a must-win for a variety of reasons. One, because they've beaten you five of the last six times. Is that true? Yes. Ole Miss has beaten Memphis five I of the last six. I have not seen five of the last six. That's a nugget. Yeah. I mean, five the, of the last six. The football program and the basketball program are basically like have the same – actually, Memphis football has a better record against Ole Miss because six. Memphis beat Ole Miss twice, right? They beat Memphis the Fuente year, and then they beat him again – with Norvell in 2018, I want to say. So, yeah, Memphis, is, Memphis football's record is better than against Ole Miss than it is in basketball. How about that? No, it's even more of a must win. Tell me five. Fix it, six. Jesus. Fix it. Keontae going to fix it. Somebody will have to, but, yeah, it's a must win tomorrow. Because, look, you got, you got to go two and two in these four against the SEC. Mm-hmm. Just it's, it's a, to, you know, have a credible resume, to give yourself a chance to have a decent seed, yes, you got to – what you don't want – Going into conference season is oh you got to beat Houston once you don't want that right you just I mean because can you do it sure it's anything can happen you're not gonna be favored and I don't think it happens so I would like to avoid having needing one against Houston mm-hmm. gravy but needing one that's not a good place to be it's gonna do it for us today thanks of course 
to Rob Doster for joining us. Thanks to Sean Salisbury, and thanks to Anthony Saint for joining us today on the show. How can we forget Anthony Saint? An unforgettable performance, as always. It's going to do it for us. Gene and Jeffrey up next. Don't miss it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.